you're saying that you know we have to start to do a lot of work on ourselves a lot of healing not forgiving see so you know these are the kind of stuff we bring to the table and we're not again blaming anybody we're not blaming parents and throwing stones here and there they've done the best they can do at, at that particular time because stand that they've been traumatized as well see and we have an event this friday talking about mental health and the reason why i want to talk about mental health is that um, we want to go into it and be open and as tamra has always been saying we have to be honest with ourselves. you know what i mean be truthful because he was in denial for many many years you know so that's where we're at right now my sister you know what i mean so what do you want to bring to the table in terms of looking at the whole thing about mental health and well-being um yeah i just i just want to um just acknowledge that well first of all good evening to you brother Dougie, and mm. your guests and no tamra's not here audience. right now you had to you had to leave you know so okay good, good evening to you in the in yeah. the rest of it in the audience yeah um i mean with kenzo coming on and talking he's very eloquent he's very knowledgeable I won't even try to, um, you know, top that. I think all I would say really is, yeah, I, I agree that we do need to, I think one of the main things that we need to realize is um, things that happen to us or trauma that happened to us doesn't just go away. You know, it's locked mm. into our system right. for our emotional body, um, which is, you know is part of the soul, and um, that wound will um, affect every area of your life. Um, mm. So, to me, I agree that you know it's not about blame and. Um, you know, just re- it's, it's not about you know blaming and not doing the work. We we have to do the work on ourselves, and um, we have to acknowledge that there is that there is a problem. You know, we've got we, we're, we're suffering from some sort of trauma, and I mean, when I say trauma, it doesn't have to be you know like you know really the work. You know, like somebody who needs to have twenty four hour. Um, treatment and being hospitalised and what have you. Um, it's just like when you talk about mental health, people, you know, used to have that fear of, oh my God, full-blown schizophrenia. Mm. And the same with trauma, you know, there's varying degrees, but, um, we, you know, obviously if we're into personal development, we all want the, the most fulfilling life that we can possibly have. And obviously if, you, if we're carrying trauma, um, it is going to affect our relationships, not just intimate relationships, but all the different types of relationships. That's right. You know, that's yeah. right. That's right. I'm glad so you've kind of um, touched on that, and you, and you really have uh, some some reasons, some kinds of words, because when you have that trauma, and we all mm-hmm. go through certain kind of trauma, right? For sure. But, but the thing is that. 
you haven't dealt with it or whatever, you're going to bring that trauma into your relationship, right? And, sure. You know, every, every trauma is, is, you know, is measured differently. You know, yeah. I mean, some have been through trauma where they've been abused. Um, mm. Some been through trauma where um, abuse, violence, and you know, been go on and on and on. You know, what I mean, I mean, abuse would yeah. be come to mind straight away. You know, and rejection. You know, because you know, if you're someone for a certain amount of years and you know you 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 love them and everything, then what does that person say? Uh, they don't want to be with you no more that can just throw you somewhere else now you know what I mean <laughs> right right that throw you somewhere else and you you're traumatized and what you do you're going in a next relationship but you won't be fully committed you know what I mean? because based on what happened in the past you see so it affects people all on all level you see what I'm saying Ooh, you know sure. um, you won't able to trust you know especially you know what happened to you? Up. So, this way you do need some work. As <coughs> like um, Kim said, you know, counselling. Oh. You know, um. Uh, uh, and so forth. See. So I'm glad that you 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 you've um, brought that to um, to the table. And one of the things is that you know talking. You know, we need to talk. I'm not saying we start to anybody. We can talk to. Some of you close to what stays what stays in that circle or stays in that space or stays in that space there because talking is able to get things out and you know with that now you you able to able to probably see things you know what I mean because as I said you can't see yourself you're in the frame you know you need to come out the damn frame to to, right. to 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 see yourself you know um and things so I'm glad to see you you bring that to but how would trauma uh, affect someone's relationship. Uh, I just want to get your spin on that. Um, well, what I would say, uh, what I notice and what the work that I do is um, people will you'll have a couple and one party will only it's almost like they can only go so far and then they they switch off. It's like, or or how I sort of liken it to is like, think of two people going out for a run. One person's done their fitness and, you know, they, they've eaten well. The other person's a bit of a couch potato. So they both say, we're going out for a run and we're going to, you know, keep, stay in alignment so that mm. we, we're not, you know. And the one who's not fit runs out of steam. Like, right, right, you know, right. and they're passing out and they're on, you know, they can't do it. And it's like, um, it affects because energy you're, when we talk about energy we don't always realise that you know your emotional energy say let's say you know you've got your physical energy mental energy emotional energy we don't always realise that you know if your energy is being used to suppress your trauma and the things that happen to you mm. you're not going to have enough energy to pour into being an effective partner in a relationship. So you'll find that you'll have two people and they want to be together, they like each other. And we sometimes call that situation an on and off again situation where, you know, they can't be together, but they can't stay away from each other. Yeah, okay. And sometimes it's one person, sometimes it's both parties. 
who just can't get to that next level because what I would also say as well, um, the, your your emotions, you know, when you're opening up to somebody, so you're opening up to someone, you've fallen in love and now you're opening, you're sharing your inner world with them. In there is your, you know, good, the good stuff like, oh, you know, I love you and I feel all these wonderful feelings. But also is your pain and trauma from the past. Yes, but think of it like yes. a closet. So in, in that closet is a diamond. You want to get the diamond. But when you open the closet, all the, mm. you know, all the skeleton, everything is, you know, rattling, coming out. And so what you're trying to do is you're trying to grab the diamond mm. and keep the, you know, all that traumatic situation, you know, back in there. But you can't because it's all, the whole point of falling in love and, and opening yourself up is so that you can heal because love is healing we know that yes true, true. so everything is mixed together it's not like you've got a little corner of your trauma and then you've got all this love and you can just ignore it you know you can only go so far so you can probably you can probably get started but you can't grow and maintain the relationship and as well we've got to also realize as well in the middle of that so you have the honeymoon period and then you also have the what what um what we call the struggle love period you've got these two different people trying to come together whether they're healthy or whether they've got trauma they're trying to come together they're getting into this vehicle called relationship so think of the word ship on the end of relationship yeah. so they're getting into this vehicle now if one party's got excess baggage and there's no more room to put all that stuff. <laughs> they're going to, yeah, they're going to have a standstill. They're going to keep breaking down. They're not yeah. going to get very far yeah. because, you know, there's all this stuff, and this person is not wanting to let go of it. They don't want to unpack it and see, mm. you know, what's mm. worth taking and what they need to leave out. Mm -hmm. So if you have that going on, your relationship vehicle. Is you're never really going to get into fifth gear and drive off into, you know, the sunset. You're you're always going to have to stop off and you know get some repairs done or, or you know or sort of patch it up. And a lot of relationships are like that because people don't realise that the things that they are leaving dormant, the things that they don't want to expect are going to come up and you know they're going to come up as triggers so mm. what will happen is you've got the two people getting on you know they get, they're in the relationship and they're doing their thing and then it may be that one person says something in a way that somebody has said to cause a trauma yeah, or a look or even a little look and that person is they, what happens is they start like a projector on the screen they start projecting yeah. a lot of horrible, you know, maybe bad, you know, sort of cutting the person out or just, you know, just picking a fight. But you know, son, you know, son, just to yeah. um, jump in there, right? Yeah. You know that um, when couples have argument, it's not really about the. Um, it's not about the. It's not about the issue. It's stuff what triggers off in somebody, in that individual, what brings up certain things you know it's not about i mean for example you know um couple be out and 
and all of a sudden you know something just kicks off right oh why you never do that do that and blah 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 but it's not it's not really about that so yeah some trigger what kicks off what in the past yeah. what just brings up that kind of um argument so yeah and you're right it's just a trick it's, what i'm saying it's really triggers really yeah. So what what it is is like so it might be something really small, yeah. Like you say, it could be why did you put the spoon there? I don't like the spoon there. That's right. And obviously, there's no way it's about no spoon. Mm. But what's happened? That spoon has represents something. But it's brought up a reference. So think of it like it's like brought up a file in that person. But what needs to happen is you need to get to the bottom of what has the spoon triggered and what is the underlying because that issue with the couple there with the spoon that's just a symptom what is the underlying issue because yeah yeah, because you can get you can pretty much guarantee even though they may sort out the spoon situation and make up and be fine it's going to happen again and next time it might be the plate or you know just i'm being you know there's been a little bit obvious here but it, it um something is going to keep coming up that's right. Um, that's until right. they get to the bottom of, the bottom of it, yeah. why these um, they keep having these uproars, you know, in their relationship that don't even make sense. Um, it's it's not like they're, you know, it's it's not like they are having any real, you know, issues. It's little things that's just going right out of proportion. And it keeps on happening every so often. Mm. So that's when they would need somebody like um, Kenzo, you know, to help them identify where the underlying problem, you know, is. Right. Um, right. And right, yeah. Right, right. And when they get to the bottom of it, they'll find that there's an old trauma. Like I said, you know, I use the word trauma because I believe that. Um, there's many different levels of trauma just like there's many different levels of when we talk about mental health it's not just full-blown schizophrenia it starts from it can be as little as um having anxiety that's having right. going through bereavement that's right um you know just you know just a nervous disposition that's right you know what is causing that person to be so nervous that's you right. know so that's right. it's those are like the you know, the, the sort of small stages, but, you know, there's many different levels, but they all are important because when you deal with them, it will affect that person's life mm. in a really positive way. And that's what we want. We're, we're, I mean, when we look at personal development, we all want to aspire to that. Mm. But we have to heal these, these things, even if they're, if they're small or larger. And um, inside of all that, I don't know how, I don't know what the psychotherapeutic language would be when they, how they would slot trauma into there, but I'm pretty sure, you know, trauma, mental health, it all goes together. And we, t- we hear a lot now about these personalities like um, psychotic, narcissists. Um, there's another one as well that people, somebody might ring in and, and talk a bit more about that. Mm. But yeah, so, and I feel, and I again, I don't know what a psychotherapist or a psychologist or, you know, a psychiatrist would, would say, 
But I would say that some of these people, um, I feel, are carrying some heavy baggage, truly, you know, truly, truly. and it's affecting their personality. Truly. And when they come into a relationship, they're spending so much time hiding who they really are that they become a psychotic or a narcissist. But that's my opinion. I, I don't know. I'm not. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad. To see you. This is just music to the ears, and you're you're, you're really on point here. You know, really on point. And I'm glad that you mentioned all of this because when you're not dealing with certain issues, right? Mm-hmm. What you've done, really, you're bringing that luggage into the next yeah. relationship. Yeah, and exactly. It's, yeah, it's causing problems because you haven't dealt with certain things. I mean. All right, let's put everything on the table. I mean, not if it's going to be perfect in a relationship because you have to work on it. As mm-hmm. you, are, but every time certain things come up, you're going to flare up and make up noise and go on and go on and go on. You know what I mean? Whether man or woman or woman, some of the both you just, you know, you, you certain things you haven't dealt with. You know? And I like what you've you've said here, and that's why you you have to be constantly be working and developing. Because when things come, you ask, so where did where did that come from? Why am I acting out like this? Why am I being like this? And so That's we need to go deeper and ask questions and, uh, you know, uh, and, and so forth, see? But it's quite interesting because, um, come back to your thing about mental health, and one thing what um, Uma was saying, that sometimes people can be in denial, right, when they're in certain situation, you know what I mean? They won't, face certain things it's like you know someone said that they're not you know they're not alcohol they're not not alcoholic yeah but you have to get every night you know i mean you drink two bottles of um brandy you know i mean and about a case of guinness so you're you know and sometimes you know they don't want to face it to some kind of reality you know and distort to some kind of reality and it's quite interesting you know that we look at relationship and look at yourself that you know you feel that you know i'm all right you know what i mean there's something wrong with them but i'm all right but yet again you're doing some crazy you understand my point what i'm trying to say yeah that's cool yeah, yeah. yeah you know so you know one of the things uh tamara was saying all the time that you have to be honest you have to be truthful because he was in their life for so many years like many people are in denial but you know uh, it's like you're on a spell you know you have to break out that kind of spell you know but my question will be now what do you think is the way forward you're kind of touching it as well and kids still touching it as well what do you think is the way forward and how can we move forward in terms of um look at those who are in in abusive relationship those who are in abusive and mental health to me is the same thing you know what i mean mm-hmm. right you know i think you know you know you're talking about yeah but how can you move forward uh, you know um what do you think is the way forward? That would be the right question. I think, you know, Baba Daddy, what you're doing as in, you know, putting this out there, making it a transparent topic and no longer something that people maybe feel ashamed of or feel, you know, they have to hide. Because the thing is, when we hide, when things, when things are hidden, then they become addictive because you know it's 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 it just that thing hidden in the, you know in the closet, and um, you can't really you can't really heal if you don't 
you know, the first thing you have to do is acknowledge that mm. you have a problem. Like you mentioned about the alcoholic, what do they do? They stand up in a group of people and say, you know, I my name is such and such, and you know, I have a problem. So the first thing is awareness. The first wow. thing is acknowledgement. You know, the first thing is to yeah, I've got um, an issue, and the problem is if people are going to get into whether it's intimate relationships or even say business, you know, partnerships and or anything where, you know, emotions at some point is gonna, you know, come up and, you know, toxic emotions. People have to, you know, there's a saying actually, um, to know other people is, um, oh, I'm trying to think, see if I remember it. It's wisdom, that's it. To know other people is wisdom, but to know yourself is enlightenment. Oh, and right. when I think, when I think of the word enlightenment, a lot of people see it as this mystical word. But I see enlightenment as lighten the load, or lighten your <laughs> emotional baggage, okay. you know? And we want enlightened relationships with, you know, in all our experiences with all different people. Um, so it's just about, like, when you can, when you lighten your own load, and if, say if everybody starts working on themselves, I think keeping a journal is very powerful. Like you said as well, counselling is, is very good as well. It's, it's, it's very important to be able to speak your truth and even speak the things that you know, you're not too happy about. Um, you get a sense of freedom. So that's the thing as well. You're like, it's like you're imprisoned when, you're, when you've got all these things that are just, you're, and you're spending so much energy pressing them down so it frees up your energy you know so that's what I feel is very important um, as well but I think the first thing is acknowledging that one has a problem mm. and then secondly doing something about it and um, you know there's so many things that people can do to enlighten themselves and absolutely. get you know yeah absolutely okay because of you know just reason with you you're very um you're knowledgeable and you, you know you're quite um in depth and it's good to have these kind of conversation um with you and people see the benefit um and, and that stuff there and you know like i said it's about enlightenment and taking responsibility and you know i mean it's it's not one way of doing things you know there's all different kind of ways it's a holistic approach um so to speak you know definitely you know yeah you're, um, he you're healing the whole self yeah. yeah holding yourself and stuff there okay then um the final question will be you know those who are out there now might be listening right now they might be going through some kind of challenges right mm -hmm. what advice would you give to those who are listening right now again i would say you know Start by, you know, looking at, you know, looking at your, looking at your life. So do a review of your life. And mm. this is not about beating yourself up and making yourself feel bad. You know, the human experience is really hard. It's not, we, we have to be, um, we have to have compassion for this journey. It's not, it's not easy. So don't, it's not about beating yourself up and said, oh, you know, look at me, I've struggled you know, with this and I've got all these bad experiences from the past. It's about, you know, you're now having a chance to mm. do something about it, you know? You can make 
the rest of your life um, and amazing. It's not where you start. So many times people worry about what they were and what where they started and they didn't have this or they didn't have that. It's about where you are now and yeah. creating a brighter future. So if you've got something, you see, if we live in the past, we get depressed. So if, I, if, I, if, if you focus on, oh my God, what went wrong, what I didn't do, what I didn't achieve, you know, what breakups I've had, you're going to be depressed. And then if you're focusing on the future and you're just, you know, you're, you're anxious and you're like, oh my God, you know, wonder what my future's going to be like. <laughs> but if you can stay, if you can stay, if you can stay in the present and realize, you know what, I have a chance to change things now. I can do something about my situation. And from here, I can create a much brighter future for myself. But people, t- we tend to bounce back and forth. We're either um, time traveling backwards or time traveling forward. But we find it really hard to stay in that present moment. And if we can learn to live in the present and, you know, love ourselves, you know, unconditionally, then it makes it a lot easier to be kind and loving and empathetic and sympathetic to others. But we have to start with ourselves first. We have to feed our own, you know, feed ourselves. When you get on the aeroplane, for instance, they don't say to you, they say in the event of an emergency, feed yourself the oxygen first. They don't say to you, go and feed, you know, your baby, your mother, your father, your lover, your husband or your child, you know, they say, feed yourself first. That's right. one of the things that I think is very difficult for a lot of people in, you know, today, everyone's on the run, everyone's busy. If you speak to people, everyone's busy, everyone's rushing somewhere, doing something, you know, and people forget to give themselves the gift of at least the first hour on waking. Yeah. So when you wake up, yeah. give yourself the gift of, you know, your own time. Your own time, yeah. Yeah. And start, when you start when you start doing that, you get to have a relationship with yourself. Yeah. Whereas most of the time, people can't even stay in the room by themselves for too long. You, you know, without doing something, they're fidgeting all the time. Yeah. But learn to stay in that stillness, the silence, and solitude. Mm-hmm. Those three things are very important for you to have that relationship with yourself. Mm. And I would actually say that can be quite healing just by itself. Mm. Yeah, I, um, I think Kenzo talks a lot about going into nature. Yeah, it does. So it does, if you can does. go into nature and be in that, you know, that um, that energy field and, and clear your own personal energy field, you will come away. Just spending an hour in nature will take away, you know, any sort of negativity that you were feeling. And if you can do that first thing in the morning or whenever you can get away, and just do so, just give yourself that gift and be kind to yourself. And I think when you do that, then you can be there for everybody else. But if you feel obligated, oh, I've got to take care of this, I've got to take care of that, I've got to take care of these people, and you're doing it from an empty cup, what they say is, you know, take your cup and your saucer, fill your, make sure your cup is always filled and give to everybody else from the saucer. So give from the overspill. Mm-hmm. Don't keep giving from your cup until you're drained. Right. And then you end up in a terrible crisis. Right. So I think people have to learn to do self-care and mm-hmm. do it well. 
and it's it's not it's not something that you have to do any major thing. Just give yourself some time, some silence, some solitude, and some stillness, mm. and really enjoy being present. You know, in your body as a human being, knowing that you're not just human. When people say, "Oh my God, I'm only human," no, you're not. You're only human if you're on the run all the time, just you know, <laughs> without thinking, you know, without without realizing. No, what about the being? I'm a human being. Mm. That being is the, the giant, the, the you know, this this mm. um, giant genie that lives within me, and I've got 24 hour access. So you're spending time. You say if you can spend the first hour, just or half an hour, even if you got you ain't got an hour, you've got even if it's 20 minutes, 10 minutes, just take that time and connect with the being that is within and around you because we live in the being we think that the being lives in us no we live in the being we live in spirit 